This is Man Child Movie Night. You probably don't know him. AJ Styles was in it. Uh, Kenny Omega was in it. Um, there's some Japanese guys in it. The Young Bucks was in it. Uh, Hangman Page was in it. Uh, several people's in it. Anyway, AJ Styles and, and the Good Brothers, which is Gallows and Anderson, I told you about their their little pay-per-view they had when they got fired from WWE, Talking Shop of Mania, mm-hmm. where they had the... Uh, what a buried alive match it was. I forgot what it was, but the but the second pay per view they had a ball for ball match. Bottle for bottle. Ball, ball for, for ball. ball. Okay. Uh, well, that's what I thought you said at first, and I thought because well. Rey Mysterio Jr. and uh, and one of the guys on WWE, Seth Rollins, had an eye for eye match, so they had a ball for ball match. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. This is Man Child Movie Night, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, we've been recording for like 15 minutes. When he brought up the ball. Of wrestling. Ball for ball, for ball I was like, yeah, I need to slide in on that one. So these dudes, these dudes go to... Slide go, in on the balls. They were going to sign with AEW when it first started. They had it all worked out. Well, Triple H gave them a bigger deal to stay in WWE, so they took it. Well, it made the Young Bucks mad, it made Jericho mad, and it made Kenny Omega mad. So they're they're kind of, they get released from WWE. So the big question is where are they going to go? Everybody thought AEW is a per- perfect place for them. That's where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. That's their bunch. They end up in Impact Wrestling on Pop TV. Kind of strange place for them to be. They use the excuse that hey they gave us a strange a strong offer the first time and was willing to give us that offer again. Yeah. So we took it. All right. So fast forward to Kenny Omega is getting his first championship shot against John Moxley, who was Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? So, all growing up, Kenny Omega was looked after by, um, oh, can't think of his name now. He's a wrestler from Winnipeg. Um, but this dude is executive on Impact TV. But they invite him to do commentary for the championship match because he's good buddies with Kenny Omega. The match is going on. He goes down to ringside, has a microphone in his hand. Well, Moxley hits him. The microphone flies into the ring. Omega picks it up and clocks him with it and wins the championship. Now, there's supposed to be a match where they didn't use outside stuff. They didn't go outside the ring and do a whole bunch of stuff. It's supposed to be just a wrestling match. Well, he picks the microphone up and hits him and then runs out with this dude to a vehicle. And the dude turns around and says, you'll see more Kenny Omega on Impact Tuesday night. So it's two different promotions. Mm-hmm. He runs off with it. So the title. 
So they show him in this big bus on impact the next Tuesday night. And um, they, they um, I forgot what's going on, but anyway, they invite uh, uh, Carl Anderson into the bus to talk to him. He's on impact, but he was buddies with Kenny Omega. So they're talking to him, him and his, him and his partner, the tag team champions in impact. So they're, they're, they're doing their thing. Well, he has a match with a guy that night and wins, and he rolled him up and pulled his trunks. Well, all the guys come out, and, you know, that's not the way you win, all this kind of stuff. Well, he goes to the back. Well, they come and confront him. Well, then his tag team partner, uh, Doc Gallo, shows up, and they start fighting with the guys. It's three on two. Well, then here comes Kenny Omega. Whoops the crap out of the Impact World Champion. Mm -hmm. So now they're together. Them three are together. Going to be in a pay-per-view for Impact. So the AEW World Champion is on the Impact pay-per-view. This last Wednesday night, they're all in the ring. And um, uh, Kenny Omega's in there. And he's wrestling a Mexican wrestler for champ for the championship. Well, the Mexican wrestler has two of the guys that's in his little group, and they're getting the crap kicked out of them backstage. So they uh, they start uh, the one guy leaves. Well, then Moxley comes in the ring with the bat and starts beating the crap out of uh, Kenny Omega. Here comes the Good Brothers. So is this all, on Impact? This this is on AEW. Okay. They come off from Impact onto AEW and start beating the crap out of John Moxley. Well, then everybody tries to come in the ring and get them, and they like the kind of NWO thing. They just beat everybody down. Yeah. Well, it's going, <laughs> it's the last, it's the last of, well, here comes the Young Bucks out. Keep in mind, they were in the Bullet Club mm -hmm. with these two dudes, and plus they're big buddies with Kenny Omega. And the, the, what the, what the, uh, what the Bullet Club did was they stole the two-sweet mm -hmm. NWO thing, and yeah. they do it. Well, at the end of the night, uh, Kenny Omega puts his up, the Good Brothers puts theirs up, and they invite the Bucks to come do it with them, and then they give the two sweet two. So now nobody knows what's going on. you got two different promotions interbreeding with each other that's never happened before. Rumor is, is that the Tony Khan has owns both of them. Okay. And has bought them a long time ago, and the Good Brothers went there just to be a diversion. Because there's really no reason for them to go there. Because they're not. They're, it, it's very, very, very low on TV. Now here's what they do. Tony Khan acts like he got swerved because uh, Cyrus. That's his name. Don Callis. He was he was Cyrus in uh, in WWE. He was the manager of the Oddities. Do you remember them? Anyway, his name is Don Callis. Him and him and Jericho got in the business at the same time. But anyway. Don Callis. Got internet now. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to Google. Uh, so Don Callis is executive of Impact. Well, they think that Tony Khan has, has bought this, you know, some time ago, and and nobody knows about it. But uh, yes, it's and no, and you can't figure out what's going on because they're intermingling with each other. It's pretty neat. Oh man, that's that's the kind of stuff that WCW wished it could have done. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff that Vince Russo would have wanted to have done had he not been a complete and total idiot. If they could have done it with uh, ECW, if they could have done that with mm -hmm. them, 
it would hurt it would hurt WWE. Yeah. But they couldn't. You they, the the always a problem with that is one company can't put its ego aside mm-hmm. because but here's here's what I was gonna say. That show on impact impact which was TNA. Mm-hmm. That's impact. It uh it doesn't get very big ratings because it's on pop TV. Yeah. Where's pop TV? Well people found it the next week. Mm-hmm. And it has highest rating it ever had. Well, then Tony Khan acts like he got swerved and his title got taken away from him. So him and Tony Schiavone go and put a commercial on Impact. Hmm. So they, they buy a commercial time. Yeah. And talk about how bad Impact is and how you need to watch AEW on Tuesday, on Wednesday yeah. nights on TNT. That's a smart man. Oh, right you got you got to start watching it. It's, That's a smart man. That makes me want to watch it. I, I mean, I, I miss good wrestling. And that sounds like good wrestling. Well, and and what I was gonna say about that about that uh, uh, memorial show they did, mm-hmm. um, like every one of them that was in his group when they won the match, you could see them. Or when they, actually before they even walked out the ring, you could see them do a big exhale. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this or not. So they all get out there, and, and after the match, every one of them got tears in their eyes. Yeah, because this guy was such a good guy. Yeah, and it even even the guys, the bad guys wrestling with them, you know, they don't want to win the match because they know there's only one of them that 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 kept character, and that was MJF, and he called, uh, he flipped off the little boy in his face and called him a, I forgot what he said, but he stays in character. He never gets out of yeah. character. He's a heel. <laughs> no, well, this is Manchild Movie Night, not to be confused with Manchild Wrestling Night. Hey, I'm all up for that. We need to <laughs> look. I'm too far out of the loop, boys. Don't talk me with a good time. We, 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 I can just sit and listen. It can suck you back in. Yeah. It don't take long. <laughs> like we saw on the session. Resume session. Speaking of the WWE, <laughs> they got some bad ratings right now, guys. I, I, I figure. Because they suck. Yeah. I mean, they, who do they got? You know, they got Roman Reigns on Friday night, so he's doing a pretty good thing. But other than that, it's not. You got three hours of TV on Monday nights. It's hard. It's hard to do a three-hour show. Oh yeah. It's really hard to do that. Yeah. But yeah, this is Manchild moving up. With back in the saddle. Feels like forever. Yeah. October. It was a year ago. End of October. <laughs> yeah, which is the end of October. The last week of last week of October. Yeah, because yeah, that was the last time we recorded. It's been I had a I had a wreck the next week, and then it's, it's been, been longer down. than that since one actually has been put out. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, it's been, three, it's been three months. No, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you do you, man. Yeah. We, we, finally, got, we got fiber now. That's not good internet. Not a problem anymore. Yeah, boys. This episode may be up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it can be up tonight. Well, uh, tonight. <laughs> Whoa! Let's not get too hasty. <laughs> get the first one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm Matt with Dusty. What's up? And Sean. Hello. And we talked about the wrestling, but I was gonna. I was trying to think of a segue into from wrestling into this but I couldn't I was gonna be like, speaking of good wrestling you watched the Mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> well, you got an MMA fighter on there well that's where I was going but I couldn't yeah get from wrestling I couldn't well, well there's a wrestler on there there is a wrestler on there second, second season, season. 
Season two. Now ain't there. But we're only talking about season one tonight. You know you know who her cousin is? No. None of the Snoop Dogg. Really? Yep. She's a lot prettier than Snoop Dogg. <laughs> That's her cousin. And he was on wrestling last night, by the way. Did a splash off the top rope with some guy. Oh, it did not God. look good at all. It was awful. I can picture it. You can tell that he's never taken a bump in his life. He just, when he jumped well, he, off, he probably took a few bumps. So he's coming off the top rope, but he's, and he's shaking. He's shaking while he's trying to come off the top rope because he knows he's never been on the top rope before. Yeah. He jumps off, and pretty much, as if you can imagine jumping off and having your arms and your legs out, and landed like a tent on top of somebody. Yeah. That's how he did. Yeah. Well, he Snoop, never even touched the guy. Snoop's yeah. what? 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", maybe? He's I mean, at least my height. Yeah. He's, he's a and skinny. Yeah. So it looks even, It look. I'm sure it looked like a friggin' pterodactyl coming off the like top. Like a praying man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> you heard me? D-O-double-G. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're going to talk about Mandalorian season one. And I've been waiting for over a year yeah. to do this. Because I, I couldn't do it. Couldn't make it happen. We man. couldn't. I mean, we had no way of watching it. Because nobody had, except but for yes, me, had internet. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. That's the biggest news in the world right now, that you guys got fiber it internet. Was there ain't nothing else going on in the world right now. The best Christmas I could have ever gotten. <laughs> well, you know, I got it right before I had that shoulder surgery, mm -hmm. and uh, I was I was able to. I didn't even know you had shoulder surgery. You can't even tell, can you? No. <laughs> the whole new man. Brand new man. <laughs> yeah, I had to go show. over and punch him on his shoulder. No, no, no. Let's not do that. See, see how new he looks in about five minutes. The uh, <laughs> well, we got it. We got. I have a shoulder shoulder shirt surgery on the shoulder 20, surgery on the twenty second, and we got fiber the Friday before because Dusty come over. Yeah. I guess that Monday night wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And put the we can't get it in the camper. Right. But Dusty had a booster yeah. that got me to the camper in the back side of the camper where our little living area is mm -hmm. for living room. So, <laughs> Sean, so to speak, Sean's over the camper life. <laughs> um, has a has a smart TV in there. Yeah. So it, it'll jump to it, and I, okay. I finished watching, recuperating. I finished watching some of the, some of the shows there. Yeah. Well, I was wondering. I knew it was like, I didn't even realize that y'all had got internet, and then it was just like a text come through. It was like, I've watched both seasons of the Mandalorian. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so I started my text, and then I, I, I wanted to just be like. Start talking, and Dusty's like, I haven't watched them yeah, yet. Hold I was like, boys, hold it. <laughs> well, see, I, the Star Wars guy. <laughs> I watched the first, the pretty much the first season, maybe a little bit more out in Texas when I was out visiting my uh, Kelly's sister for Christmas, and finished it up when we got back to the house, and uh, then I I blew through Cobra Kai and just. There's short 30 minute episodes. Yeah. yeah. We'll and see. Well, and these average to be about yeah. 35 to They're 40. a lot shorter than you think they are yes. because if you skip the intro and you skip the other part and then you get to the very end, the end credits are 10 minutes long. Yeah. Because you're doing every different language you can do them yeah. in. Mm -hmm. And so if you skip through all that, you can blow through them pretty fast. See, I always watch the end credits because I like the the artwork at the end. The, the artwork is pretty neat. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I looked up on IMDb the description of this show. 
It is the travels of a lone bounty hunter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Does it... Maybe a little ageism. <laughs> I've only heard about it. But does this give you the feeling of like the old Hulk TV show? Kind of like he's off traveling around, he comes into town, he helps save something, and then he leaves at the end. Or almost like... Um, the A-Team. The A-Team? more like the A-Team. Okay. A-Team did the same thing. Okay. Well, I was going to say something the like that. The, like, the um, only problem with the Incredible Hulk is they got his name wrong. Yeah. They, kind of, they called him David Banner. Yeah. Not, not Bruce. It's Bruce Banner, not yeah. David. So that took yeah. me... I mean, I didn't like David, his David, 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 David Banner. Oh, but they, but they couldn't, and, it, and that show, I guess that TV show was okay for what it was, because really couldn't make the Hulk as big as he should have been. Well, yeah. well, I was thinking, I've just heard people talk about that show. Or, 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 or even if you want to go back to the to the old days of the black and white westerns, have gun, will travel. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was thinking um, like that, or kind of like, um, oh? what's the Michael Landon show? It's not touched by an angel, uh, but it's the one where he's an angel and he come. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, kind of like the wandering stranger yeah. shows up into town, man with no name. Yeah. Quantum leap type thing. Well, I tell you, you what, know, he went in and. Saw it's him. almost like I mean, there's a storyline in this, well, but you could all well the first season. Yes. What you're describing is what I'm gonna say here. I this feels like a video game movie. To me because you have an overarching primary storyline gotcha. uh -huh. but it gets on side quest through the whole thing yes. so when I I don't know if you ever played it but I did on PS2 the Boba Fett bounty hunter game mm -hmm. this is that game in a movie and it's it's everything I love you got I mean Boba Fett that game had all of this stuff it had the it had the flamethrower wrist thing it had the jetpacks it had the wrist thing you shoot up like spider-man pull up stuff or bring people to you and then you had all this, you'd go up somebody would give you a bounty you'd go find the guy chasing down it's exactly like that it takes me back to playing that game and it's just a movie a matter of a TV series you know a series Yo, I gotta look that up. Uh, Michael Landon show up. Well, I can't think of the name of it. I ought to be kicked in the head. The Lone Ranger was like that. He comes to town, rights are wrong, and leaves. Nobody knew who he was. Who was that masked man? Well, that's the Lone Ranger. Yeah. Hi, old Highway to Heaven. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Highway to Heaven. Well, the premise the premise of the show has been used before, and, and well, the, 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 even with the over 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 the you know you got like you said an episode, but there's a bigger picture inside of that episode right that episode is a microcosm of what the bigger picture is right well you did that with uh like say a justified they did the same thing in it or or sons of anarchy or even uh even a yellowstone is on now you know that they can do so much more with and it's amazing how good the show is and there's nothing there's not bad language in it yeah you know well, it's, um, it's definitely like your old Western, and it, or like you were talking about, an old Western TV show, but that's the way they, that they set it out to be. John Favreau, the creator, writer, director, he said it's going to be a 
space western. Yeah. Like who single handedly him and Dave Filoni saving Star Wars. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Well it's the same <laughs> if they if they would have if I think it was his I think it was his screenplay. Pretty sure it was. If they would have used his I think it was him. I could be wrong. It may be Kevin Smith. I get, I, I get them confused, kind of. But I think that was. I think he's the one that wrote some a uh, 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 screenplay for Superman or for Batman. Uh, uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, and they never used it. But it would have been like the comic book, yeah. the old grizzled Batman who killed Superman. Yeah. yeah. Well, Favreau. Well, he. If I'm not mistaken, pretty sure he got his start with Swingers. Yes. He wrote watched, that. Matter of fact, I watched that movie the other the other, the other night. Oh. Uh, and forgot or other day. I, I don't think he it directed was. it. He didn't direct it, but he wrote that and starred in it. Yeah. That was his. Yeah. Uh, that he and Vince Vaughn and uh, was yeah. uh, Ron Livingston. Yes. Yep. Um. Oh, was like a Giovanni Ribisi in it. Mm, no. Okay. There's I don't a, think so. No, but, but, there was another guy in it. I can't remember who yeah. he was. Oh, but that got his start, and then he's gone on. I think kind of did a that didn't put him right at the top. But there, I mean, I'm gonna say Elf put him on the map. You know, he wrote and directed Elf. Well, he kicked off or directed Elf. He kicked off the Marvel. Yeah, well, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, yes. I mean, that was, that's Iron what I was going to say. He had Elf yes. and then yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. And he's big time in the Marvel. And I think that's what got him his foot into Disney. Well, then he's done the Jungle Book and the Lion King live action mo uh, movies. Okay. And then I think what he did was, well, he was already friends with George before, George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just got him in there in with Disney and I, to the point to where he made him a crap ton of money right? and said, Hey, I've, I've not, I've not heard any of this, but there might be something out there, but I, I would just assume he would probably have been like, Hey, I've got a treatment for a star Wars show that I'd like to do. Yeah. Okay. And so they just let him have it. And now. If they don't let that man do whatever he wants to do with know, Star Wars, right. I will be upset. Well, there's a problem then because the guy who directed Wonder Woman '84 yes. is directing the new Star Wars movie, and '84 sucked. Yeah. Oh, it's a, that's a lady. Hmm. That's a lady. Well, whoever did um, it sucked. Um. And and that, that person. Patty uh, Patty Jenkins. I read where that person was was online to direct the newest the mm -hmm. new Star Wars movie. Now, I could be wrong. That makes yeah, that. it's the Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah. And she's lined up to do it. She has a. She specifically. They asked her if yeah. if she would want to do a Star Wars movie, and she said, "Well, if I do one, I want to do one that's involving the Rogue Squadron stuff." Because her dad was an Air Force pilot. I was just listening to this today in the 2020 wrap-up episode of... Oh, RFR? RFR. Okay. So that's I, what I was trying to remember. Where I, I heard, heard that, but yeah. yeah. So I like I, I, I was listening to this literally before I got home today, so you're dead yeah. on. So well, I don't know. But the she's that's going to be the next movie released, but Taika Waititi, yes. who yeah. did the draw, he's got 
a Star Wars movie. Yeah. That they're going to let him write and direct. Yes. Another thing they talked about on that 2020 thing, I, I believe, mm-hmm. or maybe it was They've on, had an episode or two. Maybe it was on Geek Out Loud. Um, you not heard anything about the Ryan Johnson trilogy. I think he's out. Oh, I no doubt. Nobody wants out. him to touch it. I think he's out. And I think he dang well needs to be out because yes. me, I <clears throat> I did have a this is for you, Matthew. <laughs> You're listening. Uh Hey Matthew. Matthew, I saw his saw him out on the street the other day. I was working stop at his work and Matthew I forgot on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Matt and Matthew on the street. Matt's, Matt, Matt, Matt squared. Matt yeah. squared. Well, we were, yeah, we were former co-workers, friends, but he uh, he asked, he's like, hey, you guys hadn't put out a podcast in a while. What? <laughs> what? We uh, got somebody? <laughs> wow. He likes it. Either. Hey, Matthew, we appreciate it, dude. I've invited him to come on. He, uh, several times, we just hadn't been able to make stuff line up, but yeah. maybe we can get him on here sometime, but he, uh, we can do a Zoom call, man. Come on. Yeah, well, I've lost my train of thought because I got all excited about the Matt Matthew on the street thing. That was great. Matt Matthew on the street. <laughs> Talking Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Geeking out on the sidewalk. Well, that's exactly what we were doing yeah. for like an hour right in front of, right there in downtown Tupelo. Oh, man. Uh, where was I going with that? We were talking about Favreau, and then oh, we were man. talking about Ryan Johnson. You're happy because he listens to the podcast. <laughs> well, we were talking about that, the the Ryan Johnson thing. Yeah. And they say on that 2020, mm-hmm. uh, no, they did. They said this on Goldiverse, on uh, Geek Out Loud, mm-hmm. um, that Jimmy Mack, they quoted Jimmy Mack as saying from RFR that the ending of season two, which we won't discuss, you know, but Sean knows. Yeah. He said, that is what happens when you exceed people's expectations. Yeah. Instead of trying to subvert their yeah. expectations. Yeah. Ryan Johnson did, he said, this is where you want me to go. This is where you're expecting yeah. me to go. And guess what? I'm not going there at all. Yeah. So it's, it's like, supposed to be like, oh, what a twist. Yeah. Cool, whatever. Ooh, edgy. Well, you're so edgy. Favreau and Filoni says, this is where you're expecting us to go. Well, we're going to go there and, and then some. And then we're going to give you cap on your left. And yeah. you dead gum right. That's what they gave you. Cap but, on your left. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I would, of course, I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that, this part you're talking about. But I feel like in the first season, you got what everybody's been wanting for so long from Star Wars. You got the weird creatures. You got the cantina scenes well, right back to where Han was. It sitting. just gets better. It, it like, just get well, even that. It, it, was, was, well, it, was, it was like me and you were talking about the uh, Tuscan Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make you know, and Star Wars are bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're not no set of bad guys in this. No, right. they're, they're misunderstood. They're misunderstood. Now, Jawas are still full of pieces of crap and tearing everybody's stuff up. <laughs> but you know, Thieves. but you get to see a different side of. Of the universe, yeah, right. It's not. It's actually not got anything to do with Jedi or Sith. It's just well, well parts of it do. That, the stormtroopers yeah, well, and well, yeah. Well, there's but, so much involvement with the Sith and the Jedi and the Empire and the, all of that through the galaxy that you can't help but come into contact with it. Well, 
And, but it shows, like you're saying, from an outside perspective, not even necessarily looking in. It's like, like uh, Django Fett says in uh, episode two. I watched it the other day. He goes in and says, well, who are you? I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the galaxy. So you're seeing life in this galaxy yeah. from a guy who's just trying to make his way. And don't stop working. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for well, the next family, not, you know. You know these people's lives don't revolve around the Republic or the Empire. Right. They're just there. Yeah. They're like us. Well, I mean... Well, and I make the point even... Is life really going to make a difference to them which side's running which side? You're yeah. at the outer edges. You're not yeah. worried about right. you anyway. Well, I make the point even when... when which we're not there, but when Baby Yoda does the first pickup of the mud horn, mm -hmm. and he's like doesn't understand it like he yeah. did something i've never you know i don't know, mm -hmm. i don't know anything about it so that tells me he doesn't know about the powers of the jedis mm -mm. He, well, he tells quill after that he's right. you know this is that was episode two he tells quill he's like uh it can move things with yeah, its mind with its mind and and that's what was surprising to me because i'm like at least you would have heard legend or lore of the jedi and what they can do so well, how have you not heard anything well Take this into account. You've got somebody like I've actually I've recently watched all the, ori all the originals. Well, one through one through six. Yeah, I've watched them. Take Jar Jar Binks. He's from Naboo and lives down there. He's never left there. Yeah. Well, when Qui Gon shows up, he's like, "Oh, Jedi." But he's heard of Jedi. Right. And he's like, you know, they're talking when they're drilling through the planet core. He's like, well, we'll just use the force. So, oh, yeah, the big force. All right, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, that was pre-Empire, mm -hmm. where there were thousands of Jedi, and it was a known thing. People, were, I think, that people worshipped in the force and all that stuff. Well, after Order 66, the Emperor just eliminated the Jedi, yeah, and, and they were the enemies. Them. And he's yeah. like, "We're going to take them out. Yeah. We're going to take out, destroy the temple, all the archives. Yeah, the archives. Are, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, never existed in his in his world. But I, and so if if it's not being talked about yeah. and you're not seeing them, yeah, I can see where somebody. I mean, I just think. Of course, do we know how long after the the fall of the Empire this is? I don't think. Uh, I think they said three years. It's not long. It's three between three and five years. The reason why? Then how are we? How are we not? The end of episode two, season two, will tell you how long it was. That's what I'm saying. If it's not been, yes. that, If it's not it been tell that you how long, long how do we? How would they not know about it? Well, they do. Because, well, see, but you see what I'm saying. Well, he You're saying Well, he, this is after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah, it's after, it's after the second. The second Death Star blows up. Right. Yeah. Right. Three to five years after that. We'll see the Emperor was still in charge. That was the fall of... And the Empire, they just destroyed the Emperor and the Death Star. Right. Which is how you still have pockets of Imperials. Yeah. Like Moff Gideon and so-and-so. Yes. Whatever, still out there. Kind of like... Uh, make me think of uh, like Gary Oldman from Book of Eli. Okay. Like he's... They're kind of running yeah. their little show. And yeah. as long as nobody comes and interferes with them... Kind of like they end up like well Raylan Givens in season two. Uh, I can't remember his name on the show. Uh, Cobb Vanth. He's a marshal 
yeah. in that town or whatever. But he's actually been put as a marshal or put in place as a marshal by the New Republic. Okay. People, you'll see that. Yeah. Uh, but where he saw it, but he's halfway asleep. So you're saying, yeah. so you're saying, well, see, because by the time that Luke came along, Obi Wan was basically you, you. You go back and look at it, but there, there are actually others that survived Order sixty six. But from what we know and what we've seen, it's pretty much Yoda. And Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And Luke and Leia. And they don't know their Jedi yeah. or the, the Force abilities. And then Obi-Wan's been... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, exiled. Yeah. They've been exiled from Dagobah and Tatooine. Mm -hmm. And nobody... You know, like Luke doesn't really understand. He doesn't really know about the force yeah or jedi or whatever he knows oh my father fought you know in the clone wars and all that you know he didn't really understand the rest of it and um i think you've probably heard whispers of it at points but by that time luke is pretty much the only one and that's why that last movie is the return of the jedi you know luke yeah. has actually you know because obi-wan died yoda died but we find out that's not true, though. Right. Right. In this series. Yeah, I have not yeah. made it to that. But you've seen. Yeah, I've heard. We, we find out that that's not true. Yeah. There's more of them out there, and you just don't know where they are. Yeah, we're well, hiding. Y'all talk about it. Yeah. I'll have to talk about now, it. I, <laughs> the, the, I mean, I just, we'll just. So, not. so. I don't I, the the Mandalorian or the Mandalore. That's that was a whole new thing to me. Okay. Oh really? I didn't I didn't know the history behind them. Oh, I did. I yeah. didn't know all that. So if you know the history behind yeah. them, you know all Mandalorian knows about Jedi's. Yes. Because they were enemies. Yeah. So they do know about each other. But he doesn't. Mm-mm. That's my because point. he's not a true Mandalorian. Well, he yeah. Okay. He was a family. The Mandalore. If, to really get a grasp on this and that dark saber business mm -hmm. right. at the end, the dark saber is the sword of Mandalore. Okay. And whoever has that dark saber is Rules. the ruler of Mandalore. Of Mandalore, because yeah. like I know by he, divine, it's like a divine yeah. right kind of thing. And there's and in, in, in the next couple episodes, yeah. that person gets revealed. Yeah. What. But that person was in the Clone Wars, the TV, the, the cartoon show. So if you were to watch Clone like Wars, huh? Is it Ahsoka? No. Okay. Ahsoka is, is she in this at all? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, if you know who Ahsoka, is, she's not really a Jedi. She, right. She left. She the was order. trained. By, okay. Uh, okay. She left the order. That's why she has those. The, kind of those conversations like she's like you know oh I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, ah, yeah. so she she's, don't want, so yeah. she, she See, never okay now yeah. now that I have internet I can go back and watch the whole Clone Wars yes thing so I can get all the Ahsoka stuff where she's trained by Obi-Wan right Anakin Anakin that's right Anakin. yeah she's that was what they made it even like more of a bigger you understand more why Anakin's more you know pissed off in episode 3 now because 
Well, they wouldn't make him a master. Yeah. Put him on the council. Or they granted him the rank of master, but they wouldn't put him on the council. Yeah. Well, he had a Padawan. Yeah. They gave him a Padawan. Yeah. Which was Ahsoka. Yeah. Through the Clone Wars. Well, they got to be really, really tight. She knew about Padme. Yeah. Obi-Wan did too, yeah. pretty much, but as and, it goes along. But see, the... And she's got a passing thing in like it too, doesn't she? In, Ahsoka? It, is she in, doesn't mm-hmm. she, she's done in it at all? I no. know she doesn't talk, but I thought like on one of the fighting scenes she was in there, but... No, there, it's another, it's a it Jedi kinda that kind of like looks her. like her. Yeah. It's not her because... Well, no, what? Well, mm, I thought she was in no, there. No, because she would have been just a kid kid okay. in episode two. Okay. Um because the Clone Wars would have been between two and three, um, which there's a five-year gap between the Clone Wars lasted five years. I, I had an even bigger question coming out of this thing. First season or second season? In the second season. Okay. <laughs> but I think I just answered my question thinking in my head. How long was it between Jedi... I need to, I need to like, timeline this. Jedi thing. and Force Awakens. How long is that? 30 years. Okay. Approximate, so, approximately so, 30 years. So, because we don't know what race Yoda was. No. There's not really a name for his race. There's not a name, no. But we know they live a long, long time. Right. So, so baby Yoda is 50 mm-hmm. when this is going on. Yeah. So, he would have been 80 when Force Awakens starts. Right. So, he's still a child then. Yes. So he'll emerge somewhere later down the line. That's what the talks are. Now, they've talked about that on RFR. They're like, do you think that there's a chance that you go a hundred years, you could go a hundred years but into see, the future? He would, he would still only be 80 years old, give or take, Right at the end of, was it, what was the last episode? Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yeah, because those were Th- all Those close. all happened fast, and, and they didn't spread them out. Right. They were all together, right together. at one time. Right. So... Um. I think, well, that's what they were saying. They said there's a possibility that you could go 100, 200, 300 years into the future and still have Baby Yoda. He could show up. He could be your tie-in from these to a another uh, set of movies. Right. And if uh, there, another store, like a, a new... And uh, if there's one, could there be another one somewhere? Yeah, but right. the point being, he Baby Yoda has been the glue in this that drew so many people that aren't Star Wars fans yeah. into into it. So th- that's your connection later on to keep them interested too, you know. And that's, well, I'll say this, uh, Jana has watched Star Wars with me. Yeah. And she likes it. She's enjoyed it. She needs to, she has to, um, she wants to go back and watch, since we've finished Mandalorian season two, she wants to go back and watch all the movies again. Kill yeah. does not. <laughs> no, please, you won't watch She's, she's not, no, no. See, Jana, she, she was one of those kind that was like, whatever. Yeah. And I sat down, I talked about it all the time. She finally sat down and watched them. She goes, because I think I started uh, on episode one and two and three. And she's like, yeah, these aren't bad. And I was like, no. She tried to watch four. She said it was a little slow. I said, it is a little slow. I said, but once you get some of the rest of this, I said, if you go back and watch it now, you'll really enjoy it now because you'll want to know. Um, but she loved the sequels. She loved them. She said, though, she, but she's not coming from a deeper Star Wars background like we would have been. Well, I enjoyed Force Awakens and Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Yeah. 
we all know what Last Jedi was. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars. <laughs> I gave him a chewy shirt on. Yeah. Oh, uh, classy people right there. But she Any doubt this Florida? No, that's 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 yeah. That's Leonard Skinner. She, look at that. Yeah. He's got Chewy on the shirt and Jabba under the shirt, and, and, and she's Leonard Skinner over here. Yeah. Wow. Watching cops. Yeah. Just some good back quality. Oh yeah, we gotta have something going on. But she uh, she liked the Mandalorian. But I, I I had watched the first season and I talked about how good it was. I said it's a the show is great, and we don't watch anything together because our tastes are no oh, yeah completely opposite. And uh, I said I'd like to you know get you to watch that with me. She said, well I don't I don't know understand all about Star. I said you don't have to understand any of the rest of it. I said if you do, I said it helps. I said but you don't have to. I said this is a whole deal all on its own. And she watched it, and it was just like a drug with her. I mean, Baby Yoda was adorable. Yeah. Mandalorian was awesome. He kicks butt. The only thing she had to say was uh, when he took his helmet off, she's like, oh. <laughs> she goes, that would I just expected him to be better looking. You yeah. know, I kind of... In a heterosexual way, I thought the same thing. <laughs> you, I mean, it, it would be kind of a letdown. I mean, you expect the, to be, you're off. expecting to see, you know, Captain America or, yeah. or Thor under there. You're expecting it when he takes the helmet off, he's Han Solo under. Yeah. That's what you're expecting, but he's just an average looking dude. No, he's a like Hispanic that. dude. Yeah, he's a Hispanic dude with a mustache. Yeah. It's yeah. a mustache. <laughs> That's gangsta. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's like that original guy who dri who was behind the the physical suit of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, it's the nerdy dude, <laughs> like a nerdy guy with you know bald and got glasses, got the like, horseshoe and the mustache yeah. and glasses. <laughs> like he's not who you expect when Boba Fett takes his helmet off. You know, <laughs> he's a bounty well, hunter. Sort of like with Elmo. Yeah. You don't expect to be a black guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know though what I would expect Elmo to be. Elmo, I guess. I expect a woman. What I expect? Huh? A homosexual man. <laughs> but um, what was your husband? Oh me. But so it's been out for a while before I finally watched Mandalorian. It premiered. Mandalorian was the driving force. To get people to sign up for Disney Plus last year. Right. Disney Plus went live on November 12th of 2019. So what I, what I had heard when I first was reading about people talking about the show was that Baby Yoda got on their nerves. I never got that. I've, not got, I've never heard anybody say that. I, I really but I wouldn't, I wouldn't that. understand that either. But there was something when you were talking about the movies... There's something that, that you two and people your age will never get to experience. And that's the original movie shot the way it was shot. Right. Because it's been changed. Yeah. But if you were a kid back then, it was 77. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was a year old. But they didn't change that movie until on down the line. They didn't change it until the special editions of 1997. Right. I, I actually have seen okay, the seen original it. because I 
I don't know where those tapes are, but I had a a guy at school. We it was like not. It was not a. Grade. It was not a tape of the movie. It would have been a tape of one that was shown on TV that was recorded. Probably, yeah. Because they did not release a tape of it until that 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 show. Well, this I was believe. this was 1995. It was a box set. Okay. Uh, and it had the. Uh, Leonard Malton interviews with George Lucas at the beginnings before the movie. Um, I want to say it was 1995 and then the special editions was 97 when they come back out in theaters and then did them that way. But because I remember it being different because I, well, I know for sure it didn't have because Return of the Jedi has lopty neck. Yes. And Yub Nub, yes. Instead of the stuff they have now, mm -hmm. and it's Sebastian Shaw instead of Hayden Christensen at the end. Okay. Um, and let's see. And um. So I figured those were. I, I, I do not know Fett, where they are. Bubba Fett wasn't in. Let's see, what was they put him in? He. Did they put him in at the very end of New Hope? No. In the original, whichever movie, he, he was not in the original movie. He was put in later, after he become, to be honest, one of the most popular characters in the whole deal. Who's that? Bubba Fett. He, he uh, was not, they, they went back and put him in, a spot yeah. he was not in in the original movie. Yeah. They yeah. added him in later. Oh, um, they did that even after... Um, that's some of the newer, the two thousands stuff. Um, I'm saying that I'm saying the one you saw in '95 was not the unquote unquote original. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't. They said he'd been tampering with them for years. Tampering with them, like because you would have you would have had to seen it because there there's there's no there's no VHSs until. So I, I you're talking about it would be on laser disc. <laughs> well, you're, you're going. You're right. Pre that yeah, because that was that was after me. It would have to be. It would have to be actually film roll. Yeah. <clears throat> you you're right because by the time Empire came out in '80, um, when they were showing Star Wars on TV, they had already changed it. To where it said episode four. Yes. Because when it first came out, it didn't say episode four. It was nope. just Star Wars. Yes. Yep. That's uh, what it was called. A New Hope. I yeah. don't even know if A New Hope was on. No, it was just Star no, Wars. It was just Star Wars. Well, then when they re-released it, I think in what, 79 or so, when it went back out in theaters yeah. uh, before Empire, or maybe it was even So 80. I can't remember it, but I know my dad would have watched it. Yeah. And I would have watched it with him. Mm -hmm. So I know that I saw, I didn't see it in the theater, right. but I saw the original shown on TV before it was changed. There's very few people that are younger that can that have seen mm -hmm. the original version of it that was just Star Wars. Yeah, right. Which is kind of, I mean, you know, it's, 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 you, you wouldn't even know, you might not even recognize what it looked like as much stuff has been changed. Yeah, now. you would... Um, you were talking about they put Boba Fett in A New Hope uh, because they put in a uh, they put in a whole scene 
with Han Solo after he meets with Obi-Wan and Luke. They put in a whole scene of uh, Han Solo talking to Jabba. And rumor is they changed and who Boba shot. Fett's there. The rumor is they changed who shot first too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the original. He made it to where it looked more like Greedo shot first. Yeah. Han shot first. Oh yeah. Han's always shot first. Because <laughs> Han's that kind of a guy. I was in Disney at uh, the Star Wars, not the, they don't, that, before they had Star Wars part of it, Hollywood Studios. And they did the March of the Troopers and the, the Imperial March through there. And while you're waiting, they're asking you trivia questions or, or poll questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was who shot first? And uh, yeah, Han won. Yeah. He shot first. Come on. Uh, you know, and now they've if got not, the, be dead. Supposedly, now there's one that they've gone in there and, and done it. And he says, uh, McClunky. Have you heard that, all of that? Mm-hmm. Greedo says, McClunky. <laughs> and, and apparently, Yeah, don't we? Season two. I, business. This is this was what we signed up for. I know. <laughs> kind of hard to stop. Yeah. Because I, I, I would argue season two is better than season one. Season two is way better than season uh, one. I mean, it's just like, it's far and away. Yeah. If you like season one, <laughs> season two is going to kick in the rear end. Yeah, I was yeah. like. Because season two becomes more of that going here and righting the wrong in a place and, yeah. and, and, doing, and doing that. It's got a. a that's. We, we we'll break it down since we're talking about season one yeah. and one only for the most part. First episode, you're on a snow planet, and you see him walking. Do you even does it even show his mask? You just see him walking up. They're messing with the dude. Those the guys are kind of hustling that the. Uh, I can't remember what he calls himself. It's Horatio Sands. Yeah, yeah, the blue guy. Uh, I can't remember. He's got something that uh, he's got glands, yeah, like a musk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was funny. Uh, he comes back in he season two because okay. he does the yeah. <laughs> when he sees the Mandalorian. Uh, what is it? Because he tells him when in there he's like, uh, need to use the back tube. Yeah. And he said, uh, "Have you ever? If you've never seen a uh, a." Uh, what is it? Like a. Well, he says he's thorax. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've he's, never seen a. He uh, said he's molting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, molting. <laughs> Evacuate his thorax. Yeah. Uh, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Oh. He's down there looking through all this stuff, you know, trying what to find a way out. I mean, he just walks in, doesn't say a word. It's Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. It's the man with no name. You know, he just walks in, takes care of business. And the best, one of the best lines in both seasons, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold, <laughs> you know, and it starts off that way to the point it's just, and like you were saying earlier, this, and I've said that since the end of the first season, this is the Star Wars that everybody had been waiting on. Yep. You get and really, I mean, I I love I love the prequels, but it's this is the Star Wars that your generation had been waiting on, and it's not that Canto back crap. You get the you get the real. They feel like they're just doing their thing. You know, you go in there's all these aliens in there. Well, in but this. but to but to kind of take up for 
the movie people that's made the crappy movies. You've only got so long in a movie to, to, to introduce a character, mm -hmm. to dive deep into what the character is. A TV show gives you that because you've got... And I'm not even talking about a main character. I'm talking about those just in, in a single frame of the movie where they're in or of the show where they're I know what you're saying you can't you can't break a character down and explain everything about him in the movie well even the background characters well I'm talking about like the Moist Eisley Cantina right that is when I think Star Wars you know like that's the environment you have those aliens you have the music playing in the background there's so much in that you can find a different character if you just pause it and look around yeah. in the movie and you get that from this, from these episodes. It's just, you know, all these other bounty hunters in there, and I, you ain't gotta tell me all about them. It's just that's the environment that I think of when I think of Star Wars. You know, besides the Jedi. And stuff. Anyway. Well, like what you're saying, or to kind of meet in the middle. You with the TV show with the. Eight episodes at forty minutes apiece, which you're looking at eight forty. That's three hundred and twenty minutes worth. That's two. It's four hours, five hours of stuff versus a two-hour movie or hour and a half movie to actually break down. Like, and with this. Even after two seasons, you still really don't know what third season is going to be. Yeah, or what or kind, kind of, of know the direction they're going to yeah, go. Yeah, or kind of what he's all about. Just in it, I mean, you 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 get more that he's going to be a little more torn, I guess. But as far as as far as character development, there really hadn't been, in my opinion, really hadn't been that much, but it's not something that I've thought about because I've been just so wrapped up in the storytelling. If the story's good enough, you're not worried about, you know, what else is going on. One say that that's an, you, his, training he's gone through through his life you know that's going to come into play sometime they're going to do flashbacks of him being younger after the yeah you know after the well, after the the mandalorian saves him yeah well it's like um how does he get to where he how does he get to where he's walking through the snow right you know there's a, what happened before then it's like it's like the 30 missing years of jesus what happened yeah or not, not hard 30, but about 28, yeah. about 18, yeah. from 12 to 30, 12 to 30. Mm -hmm. you know, what happened? Right. And they can fill you in on that, they can't. Sometimes it's better not to because they never, on the office, never talked about why Michael and Toby hated each other, mm. but they just did. Somebody said, well, if you ever mess with people that works in HR, then you'll know why they hated each other. Right. <laughs> Sorry if you work at HR. Well, it's like what we've talked about before. Like with uh, certain movies and franchises and whatever else. Not spoon feeding you. Right. Not giving you every detail. Right. Letting you make up some of it 
in your head yourself. Mm -hmm. Headcanon is what it's known as with a lot of people now. Yes. And like, it's like the Boba Fett deal. We'll go ahead and bring up Boba Fett, even though he's not this season, you know that. Yeah, I, w- I woke up at the end of yeah. <laughs> episode one. Of- you thought you was dreaming, did you? I woke up. And, well, I kept seeing people in the armor that looked like his, and then, and then next thing I wake up, there's Boba Fett at the end of the episode. Anyway, what Boba Fett? My character. We uh, except he goes out like a wuss. Well, yeah, well that kind of, that always pissed me off. Well, for all intents and purposes, he died in Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Yes. But George had said in an interview, however many years later, he's like, yeah, I like to think that Boba Fett survived. And this would be him surviving because this is after that. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He's very much alive. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so it's good to know that he didn't die in this. No, well, it's going to get better. Yeah. But for years, from 1983 until 2020... People just kind of made up yeah. what they thought happened with Boba Fett, and, you know. And there was lots of them that were hoping that maybe he'd show up in the in the sequel trilogy. Of course, he'd have been old. Yeah. But uh, you, I mean, and that's one of those things. I think you need a little wiggle room to uh, let people's imaginations work. And I, it's, it's kind of one of those things, I don't really, like you said, I don't think I want to know everything that happened before. Because it would, I mean, then you, once you know everything, you know everything. And then well, it's, they there's got, nothing left got, of speculation. They've got to give you enough to keep you interested. Yes. This is it. You know, they've, you know, we didn't get, we didn't get any flashbacks season two. We got, the flag, so. we got flashback season one from when he was a kid. And it was just right. twice. Yeah, and you realize. The first time, it stops before the, well, it stops with the door being open, him off being shot. Mm-hmm. Well, then the second one is when the Mandalorian take out the, take out the droid. Right. Which and is that's why, why he, he hates like droids. droids. Right. <laughs> and that would have been the Separatists. That was the, uh, the super battle droids that, so whatever planet he was on, Man, I guess it could have been, uh, well, I guess it wasn't Mandalore, but it was, you see that, and they found that those Mandalorians that find him have these insignias on their, uh, I don't know if it's on their lapel or on their sleeve or somewhere, that's the Death Watch insignias. Death Watch from the Clone Wars. And it was a sect of the Mandalorians who were a little more conservative and kind of clinging to the old ways a little bit. And they didn't like the new change, the way it was going, because they actually had a the Duchess Satine uh, she was the ruler of Mandalore, and she was Obi-Wan Kenobi's old flame. Okay. They kind of have a love story, somewhat, Yeah. in Clone Wars. You see why he's a little bit more, why he wouldn't have told off on Anakin, basically. Right. Uh, she ends up getting killed. Uh, Darth Maul kills her. Mm. But, uh, 
it's they are the ones that find him and then they have said that they were the ones that they didn't like taking their helmets off so that's the group he's in mm -hmm. their little part of the uh mandalorian religion i suppose creed yeah because then there's then there's the bunch we see yeah he runs into some mandalorians in season two Okay. That don't believe the way he believes. Okay. Yeah, they're purists. Or no. Well, he looks at himself as a purist, and they are not. Okay. And they look at him as if he's a crazy. Like a Neanderthal. For not yeah. taking his helmet off mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And of course, one of them is Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the other one is. You know who the other one is? The other woman. Uh, Katie Sackoff. There's you know what she was in? Do you ever watch uh, Longmire? Oh, I know the show, but she I've never watched She's a deputy in Longmire. I, I was like, I know her from somewhere. Oh, okay. I got the... And I figured out who it was. Yeah, she... Uh, she's Bo-Katan. And Bo-Katan is the sister to Duchess Satine. Right. Is how all that works out. And at one point, Darth Maul had the Darksaber. Okay. He killed Pre Vizsla, which was voiced by John Favreau okay. in Clone Wars, to get the Darksaber, and he was the ruler of Mandalore and all of that at one point. Well, then it's, I haven't watched all of that to get the full story, but they. You, you you have divisions amongst them, which is kind of where you're at, I guess, with the with the force users. You get somebody like Ahsoka. You got Jedi, and then you have Sith. Well, but, and you know, we, you said a while ago that the that so there is another Jedi out there. That's the Baby Yoda. Mm -hmm. He can use the force. That's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So. There's, there's liable to be a lot more out there than people know about. Well, you got the guy from the, the Rebels cartoon, uh, Kanan Jarrus. He was one that uh, was somewhere off and managed to escape Order 66. And then there's another one that, they, that you have not heard anything from uh, since Clone Wars. Uh, and then there's... A lot of people still think Mace Windu's alive. You know what? You know what? Order it tickled me to death. Cutting hair. You know no, what? he didn't get cut in half. He, he just got his hands cut off. Hands cut off. You know what Order 66 reminds me of? It was when the uh, the King of France put the order out for the Knights Templar to kill all of them on Friday the 13th. And some of them escaped, they claim. Mm hmm went different places, did different stuff, went into hiding. It may have been an inspiration for it. Could be. Could be, a, 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 but it's... You know, the King of France and the, and the Catholic Church is the ones that was behind doing away with the Knights Templar. Was it because they knew too much? That kind of thing? No, they, they were getting too powerful. Hmm. Getting what? too powerful. Well, the, the Jedi, which, I mean, 
Wasn't because they were getting too powerful. Well, how did, all how, that was just, how does the Catholic Church all those years run run things? Well, how have they always been so powerful? Money. And the the you know the Knights Templars first ones come up with the idea of banking. Checks. Yeah. You know, so they had they had bukus of money, and I think that they, of course, the church tried to say they were. Uh, worshiping the devil, demonic type stuff, and they wasn't really Christians. They were, right. you know, doing some different stuff like that. But yeah, it was all about money and power. They were getting too powerful, and uh, they didn't didn't cut their legs out from under. Yeah, and that's why the, that's why Friday the Thirteenth is that's the that's the whole thing behind Friday the Thirteenth is that um is that that's why it's unlucky because that's when that happened ah okay that's that's what happened on friday 13th yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, the, is all the but that kind of that's kind of the same order you know order the the extermination of all the nice templar gotcha oh. well the What was your favorite part or favorite episode? Mm. They all run together for me because yeah. I can't. I watch them so well, the, fast that the I. The first one is. That's the only thing about streaming based services that you don't get to like watch an episode, talk about it with. You know. Yeah. Well, see, y'all just happen to get internet after all the episodes had come out. They yeah. release only on Friday. Okay. okay. They release them just. So they didn't do Cobra Kai like that. They released the, the whole series. That's Netflix. Disney. Because yeah, yeah. they come out on the first. So I'm watching them after the, right when they right around the time they come out. Mm -hmm. Me and Kelly was watching Cobra Kai New Year's Eve. Okay? And I'm like, well, season two's got to end. And I'll, I, and when when you're watching on Netflix, it don't tell you what the next season, what the next episode is. Yeah. You just go to the next one. Go to the next one. Mm -hmm. Until it gets like, to the, you've watched about four, and it's like, are you still watching? I'm, like, still there? I'm like, well, wait a second. I've got to be. Next thing I know, I'm season three, episode four. <laughs> I done got into season yeah. three, didn't even know it. Because yeah. they just happened to come out the same time I was watching. Yeah. See, me and Jana watched. She was able to binge season one, but I watched season one and season two. You know, I had to wait till Friday. And the last episode of second season aired December 18th. So, I mean, y'all just missed, you know, just missed it with the your internet. Well, to yeah. change the subject a little bit, do y'all, Apple TV, you have it? Not yet. I heard it. Ted Lasso. Oh, I heard that was a good show. It's real good. Ted Lasso? Yeah. Ted. Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. It's about a uh, football coach from America that gets hired to go coach a soccer team in England. Yeah. And run them in the ground. Sort of the same premise, but not really. Major uh, League. Major League. Okay. Sort of, but not really. But he's not that. From what I understand, he's not that great of a coach. But he's like, a, he just like he just believes in everybody. And yeah, he's, he's inspirational. A, yeah, he's just, a, and it's Jason Sudeikis, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, as a football coach, he probably was good because he knows about football. Right. He knows Jack. Shiite about yeah soccer. about soccer. The, uh, as an assistant coach is pretty funny too, but yeah, it's it's a good show. Okay. 
but it's that's what I what I enjoyed more about I think Mandalorian as opposed to other shows that I've watched streaming shows. Digest. It gave you a week to think about it, mm -hmm. and that's what I of course I'd watch it and I'd listen to RFRs after show mm -hmm. and and get a lot of have stuff rolling around in my head and be excited. Yeah, there's nothing like waiting for that next episode to come yeah. out because I you know watching like Sons of Anarchy. You can't wait for the next episode to get here. Right. What's going to happen? But what the good and and what I would tend to do on some shows is we would record and we'd start watching until half the season was over with or almost over with. And then you can't you can't digest it like that either. Right. You binge them because you got them all DVR. Yeah. You just watch them all back to back to back. But well, the first episode is. Uh, Opens with him going into that thing, but the the premise of that episode is, you learn he's a bounty hunter, he takes on the bounty, given out by Imperials, mm -hmm. former Imperials, oh, uh, Werner Herzog. <laughs> bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs> um, to go get the asset. Yeah. To acquire the asset. Yeah. Well, then he meets an Ugnot, which you hadn't seen any of those since Empire Strikes Back. Quill. Yeah. Who's voiced by Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte. I, I have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> I have spoken. That's sort of like. I loved his character. That's sort of like uh, the. Uh, the uh, what's her name on Old Brother? Yeah. yeah, I've said both my piece. I yeah. my piece. Three. That's it. <laughs> it's done. I like his character, three. though. You know. Yeah. Well, he meets him, and apparently, dude, they're pulling from everything because those blurgs, mm -hmm. the old yeah. piranha-looking yeah. that they did right. Apparently, that was from uh, the old uh, Ewoks. Okay. Droids and Ewoks. Okay. TV show. Okay. The cartoon. What's now? The what Droids and Ewoks. What are you talking about? The Blurg. The, the Blurgs. The creatures little creatures are riding. The like two oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they have to. They have to. Uh, they have to break them to mm -hmm. ride them. Yeah. He uh, learns to ride one of those. A lot happens in that first A episode. A lot. Now that I'm going through it. Well, it, it, even. And you, he, he, the Mandalorian, he's bad, you know. He gets, yeah. But he's he shows moments of weakness throughout the whole first season, where he he is about to be defeated. You know that even even in that episode, he's looking through the scope of the gun, and boom, he's attacked by those blurs, and they're they're mm -hmm. gonna kill him, you know. And he's getting his butt whooped. Well, had it not been for Quill, he'd been dead. He'd been dead. He'd been dead. Had it not been for Baby Yoda, he'd have been dead. Had it not been, you know, and you'll see it's. He's not like doing all this by himself, and he's like Indiana Jones. Yes, yes. Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. But he could—he wouldn't be as successful without the help that he's gotten so far that I've seen. Right. Well, he—that's the first one at the end of it. Obviously, finds that the asset is which Baby okay, Yoda. Step back a sec. The assassination IG Eleven droid. What, what Taika Waititi was sick. <laughs> just, just, oh, he's like 360 no scoping everybody. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, just obliterating all of them. Spit, upper body spinning and shooting everybody. Or self-destruct. No, yeah, don't self-destruct. That was hilarious. It is in my programming not to be taken captive. <laughs> that uh, Stop trying to self-destruct. <laughs> that's the first episode. Then yep. the second episode... Um, it's called The Child. Yeah. Yeah. He... Uh, now has to get him back. Yeah. Well, of course, it, uh, the whole thing takes place. He goes back and sees that his ship had been torn apart by Jawas. Yes. And so he has a run in which with the sand cool crawler. To, which was all. cool to see the sand crawler. And well, you have even up, and, up close and personal. Yeah. He even had the uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade moment riding the tank. Riding inside. Yeah, riding the t you know the sides of the tank through the canyon or whatever. Yep, yep. Well, then uh, you you get to see. Um, I didn't even think about it until after RFR had talked about it. They had said you finally understand now what Vader meant when he looked at Boba Fett and Empire and said no disintegrations. Oh, it's sick. Poof, and they're gone. Says no disintegrations. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah, well, that I mean, it just poof, nothing. Gone. Left. Their coat, their their outerwear. So but he told him he's like, that's a that's a pretty powerful weapon you have there, you know. Yeah. He just vaporizing them in one. Poof, they're gone. Yep. So you have, and that's what the Democrats think an AR-15 does to you. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> is it not? <laughs> My shoulder. Yeah. A video of that so, guy that shot. Did you see that? That's been years back. That guy shot that AR. He and he starts crying. <laughs> so I wanted to be like, man. He's like, oh. <laughs> but for all that happens in that first episode, it's only thirty-nine minutes long. Yeah. The second was thirty-one minutes long. That's when he the jaw was and all yeah. that, and he ends up. Um, Having to barter for for his stuff that they stole from yeah. him. Yeah, he gets the egg. Yes, <laughs> it does all that for that stinking furry egg. Yeah, the first episode was directed by Dave Filoni. The second one was Rick Famuyiwa. Okay. Um, who that guy? Apparently, he's just he's about like Dave, uh, Dave and them. Like he's got a he's got a knack you for know, Star Wars. Well, you know, and that that egg situation was a kind of out of left field thing. Like you know, you talked about. Yeah. Expect one thing to happen and it's something else. I wouldn't have thought about the A. And that was done well. Yeah. It's not pivotal to the, you know, the storyline. Yeah. Well, that's like, well, he has to get his, his ship fixed. Yeah. And so he's already pissed them off real bad. So they're like, we want the egg. Yeah. Because they know they'll either get the egg. And once he sees that that's all it is. Yeah. He'll be ticked off that he risks his life or he'll just die and they win either way. Yeah. You know. Then uh, the third episode, he takes Baby Yoda back. It's directed by Deborah Chow, who Deborah Chow is the one that's kind of the showrunner writer for the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Okay. Her director, and she's directing those, writing them, whatever she's doing. Um, 
the chapter three was called the sin. That's when so, he broke the code. He drops Baby Yoda off. He gets his Beskar. He goes back and has his whole armor made up. Mm-hmm. And that's when he, he has the run in with the other Mandalorians. Yeah. And they're fussing because it's like, oh, you worked with the Im- Imperials, you know. You, you did a job for them. And uh, they have their big quarrel. And she's, you know, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. This is the way. You know? Um. It's that, yeah, it's that one when he goes back in and steals Baby Yoda back. And then has to take the Mandalorians come to his rescue at the yeah. end. And he escapes. Right from within that little... Yeah. He escapes. Yep. Uh, then Sanctuary... Yeah, that's when he sees the jet. He's not going to get me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Chapter 4 um, is when he ends up on that forest planet. And meets uh, Gina Carano, and they—that was one that was really like the old TV show kind of. Yeah, lo- lone stranger that. shows up, yeah. helps them randomly, like and Hercules, that's it. That's like all. Hercules, that's what it makes me think of. Yeah, yeah, Zena, Hercules, Zena and Hercules. That's yeah. that's a yeah. good comparison there. Yeah, the villagers are hurting. You go in, you save them. Just the same concept. <laughs> I mean, and almost like um, a team is the same way. Yeah, a team. Right, and there's, there's a wrong need to be righted. Pokemon. Yeah. Nearly every episode of Pokemon was like that. Uh, traveling around. Yeah, games are like that. And you know, <clears throat> but then, uh, let's see, that's episode four or chapter four, um, because it it did nothing really to progress the storyline. The main storyline. Yeah. Other than the fact that he meets Gina Carano, who comes back later in the series, in the season. Yeah, plays a huge role later in the series. Yeah. And then you see that apparently they're still looking for him. Yeah. You know, Baby Yoda. And yeah, he's going to leave him. Mm-hmm. And he, he can't, he realizes he can't because he'll be killed. Yeah. That one was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. That episode. Yeah. Ron Howard's daughter. Okay. Mm. The redhead from uh, Jurassic World. Yep. yep. And uh, The Village. Yes. But it's... Yeah. Uh, chapter 5 is The Gunslinger. And this is another one that basically doesn't do anything to progress the storyline of season 1. Now it has, you meet people that show up again in season two because uh, it says on a familiar desert planet, the Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who is in over his head. So he goes back to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. That's after the episode. He goes into the same old cantina. Right. He meets old. Uh, yes. He meets the young. What's, well, the woman, uh, Pelly, whatever uh, her name is. You talking about where he landed at? Yeah. Yeah. And she's got little droids like from episode one. <laughs> yeah. droids, droids can't pick one ship. Yeah. So it took and, her longer. Well, she says that so she can get some more money out of it. Yeah, of course. And then... So he meets up with old uh, Toro Calican. Yeah. Which is the stupidest name out of the all... <laughs> of the... Like, all the rest of the names are okay, but Toro Calican. Yeah. I was like... 
together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Filoni directed that one too. Yeah. But uh, what you see in that one is when they've uh, they run in, you realize that he can uh, he can communicate with sand people mm-hmm. in that one. Yeah. So he talks. He he. He talks to the same people, which has implications for season two. Okay. Um, and then you see the the woman that they went after that had the bounty on, mm-hmm. which is Fennec Shan. She gets smoked. She gets shot. Well, at the end of it, you see her body laying on the ground, mm-hmm. and these feet walk up. Mm-hmm. Well, when those feet walk up, you hear spurs. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett wears spurs. Yeah, okay. And then there's another little sound that you hear that is a sound that comes from like Boba Fett's helmet or Boba, something that Boba Fett wore, not necessarily his helmet, but basically it's like it's Boba you Fett. plant a little seed of Boba yeah. Fett. So <clears throat> then the, the chapter six is the prisoner after he leaves Tatooine, you just pick back up, he's in space, and he goes and meets up with that dude. Is that dude from Sons of Anarchy? Which one was that? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he is. Okay, he looks like somebody from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> so he gets involved with people that he used to work with. Yep. And they go to go break to out the prison shield. The prison, uh, the prisoner, which is the. And this one had a Bill lot Burr. of guest stars. It had Bill Burr, Natalia Tana, who was uh, the Twi'lek yeah. the woman. Uh, she was uh, the wildling woman from Game of Thrones. Okay. Okay. All right. And she was uh, Tonks in Harry Potter. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Clancy Brown played uh, the dude that looked like a devil. Yep. He's the voice of Mr. Krabs. Okay. <laughs> and not a, not an A-list celebrity. I'll take it. Well, in a bunch of, he's a big time voice actor. Yeah, and he does uh, he does really good voice acting. And he is, uh, he plays the big guard on uh, Shawshank Redemption. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, Makes sense. And uh, Zero. Yes. <laughs> yes. Richard Iwadi. <laughs> Moss. Dude, when I Have watched that episode <clears throat> when I watched that episode last year, I was like Who's that boy? I know that voice. I know yeah. that voice. Yeah. And it 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 bothered me. I said, why why yeah, do I know that I, voice? <laughs> and because I the I knew the first one too, I was like, that's oh it's Taco and I, yeah. I am beat it, and I was like, "It's Moss." <laughs> I told Ben, I was like, "Can you imagine Matt Berry as a droid? <laughs> you sexy droid, you!" <laughs> what, what else did I tell you he was in? Richard Iwadi. It was a cartoon that I watched. Matt Berry or Richard Iwadi? Richard Iwadi. I sent y'all a text. Well, you said he was in uh, the new. Somebody said he was in the new Disney Soul movie. That's it. But I haven't. Yeah, I haven't watched, I haven't watched it. it yet. Is no, it good? Uh, I do not like the premise. Yeah, I, I do, do not like. I do not like 
the idea that gives kids. Yeah. I just I just can't. I I'm, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. But that's a little bit too far from me. Yeah. Uh, that that your soul comes from somewhere besides yeah. a creator. Yeah. I, I just I can't I can't get on board with that. Yeah. I can't. And it and Kelly thought it was gonna be more of a musical soul type yeah. thing because it looked bluesy. Yeah. It's awful. Deep. I thought it was gonna it's tie awful. into both. You know because it's he, awful. It's not. not no, I, it's it's got stuff directly about. He goes to a place not not heaven or hell, but where souls are from. Yeah, and it's like all these. And they even there's already movie detail stuff coming out, and you push this out, but like stuff people caught. But and it was like the number of soul when he comes in there is like the number of people that are on the earth right now plus one, supposedly the figured number. So he would be like you know or whatever. Right? Anyway, I just I yeah that's a little too far for me yeah, for yeah. a kid for a kid's cartoon yeah um and in today's world we're in. Uh, of misinformation and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like kind of like telling your kid that you know you're delivered by the stork. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I just there's something about me didn't that didn't sit well with me. Yeah. And I, I, I'll truth, truth. I saw a little bit of it, and what I saw I didn't like. And like I said, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. I watch I yeah. watch irreverent stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, I watch South Park. Yeah, right. But that, that what bothers me is is the people that it's geared towards yeah. and how you can shape what they believe. Well, that's, that, what, that's what bothers me. Yeah, and we'll, we're, going, we're, we're about to run that rabbit right here because I, I, want, I, want, I want to chase that one a little bit because I, I was going to make this comment a little bit ago. It seems like everything now a days especially with kids stuff or whatever it's got an agenda yeah mm-hmm and I mean I, I listened to lore podcast and some and I listened to uh, unobscured which she does too Aaron Mankey mm-hmm uh, great podcast mm-hmm. well he got basic like he was doing a Jack the Ripper Mm-hmm. On unobscured, it was about Jack the Ripper, and he went off at the end on this tangent. Uh, it was like a tangent to me for like ten minutes of just talk. Basically, it was pushing an agenda. Yeah, the way I felt like somebody shoving their ideology down my throat, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I don't, I, I don't. I don't need this. I'm, I'm 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 fine if you believe that, but don't throw it off on me. And that's the way I feel about a lot of stuff on TV and whatever else. And like Jana was watching Grey's Anatomy the other night, and it's all about COVID now. Oh, uh, <clears throat> and it was just I don't even it's it's bad. NCIS, New Orleans. That's all they're about right now. And it's and 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 I, I I skipped a couple episodes because that's what it was. It's talking about all the deaths and and all the all the uh, the all types of rooms are just full of people. Now I can remember when this when when COVID first got started. I, I don't think it was hardly that bad. I think you're overblowing it. Well then, uh, SWAT, which is about another show on CBS, mm-hmm. which is about the SWAT team in Los Angeles, 
well, they're dealing with all the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that kind of stuff. And and but then you get you get uh, <clears throat> NCIS Los Angeles and NCIS. Neither one of them are even bringing anything up about either one of them, and they all happen in the same time period. And I'm like, which which writers have agendas and which ones don't? Right. You know. Well, like I just heard a little bit on the Grey's Anatomy thing, and still even to the point to where. The main character of the show has gotten COVID and she's nearly dying. Completely healthy woman gets COVID nearly dying. You know, and it's like all their, it, it's, it's bogus. And it's just pushing agendas, whatever else. I understand, you know, it's been a... It's even, it's even worse than that. Back several Father's Day ago, and, I, and now we can do it because I could probably find the, the commercial. But it's, on, it's a radio ad. It was uh, Smokey the Bear. Only for you to prevent wildfires. Okay? The dad and his kids have gone camping. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready to leave. The fire's not out. The kids make the dad look stupid because he forgot to put the fire out and... You know, he says, don't tell mom, or they said, we're going to tell mom, or something like that. Okay, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, that commercial is the kids forget to put the fire out, mm -hmm. and the dad teaches them a lesson about how to put a fire out and take care of things. <clears throat> but now the parents on every TV show you see on, on, on Disney have got to be stupid and silly. Yep. Or not there at all. Mm -hmm. Like Zach, uh, my nieces used to watch uh, Zach and Cody. What the? What is that? The, yeah, mm -hmm. the Sweet Life of Sweet Zach Life. and Cody. Where's the parents at? There's only one parent around, right. and it's their single mother. Right, and she's as silly as she can be. Let's get. I mean, mm -hmm. th those shows. I, I just. Well, it's it's. We'll run it a little bit, and I'm gonna tie it back in. But you. They want death to the nuclear family. Yes. They'll say that. Yes. They, they yes. want that. And so you see a shift. Old sitcoms, Leave it to Beaver. Right. Uh, Andy, well, Andy Griffith, was he was a widower, but... Strong yeah, father figure. Strong, strong father, father figure. figure. Even to the point, like, um, even Dan Connor was a strong father figure. Now, he was kind of a bumbler, you know, bumbling around somewhat, but they were... They were together as parents, he and Roseanne, on the show. Oh, they wasn't. I mean, even even in, in this horror, is another one people want to bring up and talk about, but the Cosby show. Uh, Bill Cosby uh, was 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 a dad. Yes. Now, now was, was a great he, show. Was he silly? But when it come time to be a dad and prove a point, he was a dad. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with being a dad and, and being silly with your kids and everything. But it's like me and you was talking about with kids. I was just about to say Fred That's Uncle Phil. Uncle but Phil. When yeah. he didn't have a dad, that's what Uncle Phil but, was. But, you know, talking about doing with a nuclear family, me and Dustin have a conversation that I won't bring up that what we was talking about. But that's the example of what of why things have got today yeah. in certain parts where the nuclear family has been done away with. Yeah. And, well, I, and, and I, I guess I, I understand to a point, though, how people... You would want to, especially like a kid's show, you would want to have a, a situation where there is a, a single dad relatable. or a single mom. So it can be relatable right. because there is so much of it. Right. But kids need to see a healthy home 
To know that theirs is not may not be healthy. Right. Well, to know that okay. Well, this is you know something's not normal. But they're like you're saying they're making the father figures look like bumbling idiots all the time, like fools, to the point to where it's like, well, we shouldn't. You know, if dads are just stupid. Not they're, listen to them. They're, they're foolish. We, we shouldn't listen to them. You know, well, if they do everything wrong all the time. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, I don't even have a dad at home anyway. You know yeah. that kind of thing. And which upsets me, but I've said all of that to say the Mandalorian, if there's an agenda being pushed in there, I've not found it. I haven't seen it yet. Either. It's just TV. It's just good storytelling TV. There's no needing for pushing an agenda of any sort. Well, and it, his parents were killed. Right. You know, but it, he is a father figure, a strong father figure to Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> you laugh. You haven't watched season two yet, he gives, buddy. He, well, see, all I've seen, he, he gives him the, the gear shift. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially the shift knob every time he gets in the vehicle. <laughs> in the ship. Hey, season two. Yeah. Yeah, you see it like they start to get way more attached to each yeah. other. And... He becomes, well, they basically fill a, a hole in each other's lives that they didn't know. Well, and how many times have you seen it in, what am I trying to think of? Um, maybe a Hunger Games or a, and I'm, I, I'm not, it, it's blah, I'm not thinking of, oh, yeah, oh um, Force Awakens. That Carano, uh, Carano, Gina. Oh, Gina Carano. She had you. You could have done it so many times. Where say, I don't need your help. I'm a strong woman. Mm -hmm. She's a strong woman. You can tell by looking at it. She's yes. a strong woman. You don't need to say it. She takes care of herself. This is. But she ain't got to get out there and say it. This is the same thing I've been saying for fifty episodes that we've done. We, you don't need it. You don't need that. Well, here's you don't a, here's have a, here's to shut a, here's it down my throat. Here's a dichotomy. You showed me without it. Here's a dichotomy of the Hunger Games. It was all about her being a strong female. Mm -hmm. And she proved it. Right. What was the other one that came out about the same time? Divergent. Divergent. Strong female figures, but never had to prove it and never brought it up. Right. right. And it's a lot better movie. Because yeah. she did that. Because you just did, tell, like you because said, you just tell me the story. Wonder you didn't Woman. take me out of the moment to throw down my face that you're a strong positive female. No, you kicked their butt. You know what I mean? You, you that's that's why Wonder Woman is the better movie than Captain Marvel. Yes, yes. That's the first Wonder Woman movie was fantastic. Yes, so it I still was. haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. Now the second one I haven't watched yet, but the first one's. Fantastic. I heard the second one was hot that's garbage. What I heard. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. I've heard that a guy, a guy said he tried to watch it three times, and fell asleep, and never. And finally, I heard it was just silly. Finally finished. His wife come in and said, "Well, you must like that. You watched it three times." He says, "No, it mm -hmm. took me that many times to get through it." Yeah, and that's why I always like. I always feel bad like when I say that stuff on here, and it's it makes me sound like I'm sexist, but I'm not. I'm, mm -hmm. I I appreciate See, the, the scene, powerful woman. The scene in Endgame didn't bother me as much as it did you. Yeah, it did. That well, didn't bother I, me. And there was. Well, like you said, you could take out... They had the line in there. It was like something about... 
boys or whatever it was. It's just the way it's formed sometimes, it takes me out of it. It takes my attention away from it, you know what I mean? When I didn't think a thing about it with her kicking, you know, like you're saying, the whole time kicking butt and yeah. taking names and yeah. owning everybody and yeah. shooting the big heavy assault, you know, and she was a dropper and all that. Never, I mean, it just, she and, just And the Mandalorian never acted like he had a protector because she no, was a woman. No, She exactly. was just fighting with him. Exactly. Right. She was his. That's all there was to it. Right. Well, and nothing was ever said at all. About her being a woman. Oh, right. You'd never know she's a woman unless she looked like a good looking woman. Yeah. yeah. That's the only way you know she's a woman. That's it. There ain't nothing that well, we said. Even in that episode where she first shows up, the other woman is in that episode yes. with yes. the little girl. Yes. She's the only, nothing's added about that either, but she kind of plays the more feminine. Yes. But even then, she's the only one that knew how to operate a gun. Right. Right. And exactly. gets up there and protects exactly. her daughter and does all. Precisely. It Look, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's, I can't get up on the soapbox even further and say, like, I completely agree. Like, That's how I, I feel like it should be. That's how I feel like it should I be. I have. It's a great example. Zero problems. We were just talking about Xena. Yeah. How is that not a better example of you didn't need to shove it down my throat that she's a woman. She just gets up there and kicks butt because she's Xena. That's what and I... And her sidekick. Yeah. And they were good looking. And, 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 and but when... But where did Xena first appear? Hercules. In Hercules. Yes. He never made a difference about her being a woman. He never thought like he had to protect her because she was a woman. Women are strong people. Yes. They don't have to be protected by men. They can take care of themselves. Yeah. Preach, preach. But that, but but it wasn't brought out in that because it didn't need to be. Right. She proved it. Yes. Well, we can go back even further, back before our time. But Shira. Oh yeah. Princess of Power. I mean, there's been strong women way on back. Hey, China whoop a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> she's in her continental champion. <laughs> yes, sir. She won the Royal Rumble one time, didn't she? No, she didn't win it. She was the first woman to ever be in it. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. first woman to ever be in it. Yeah. And just was not was not put in there because she's a woman. She was put in there because she could fight with men. Yeah. Well, she was bigger than her ex-husband or whatever, or ex-Pac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever his name, Sean, whatever his name was. Sean Walton. Sean Walton, yeah. That, like, well, I mean, when we talk about Gina Carano, she was uh, Deadpool. Yeah. And kicks all kinds of butt in Deadpool. Yeah. Like, she fought, uh, who was she fighting? Um, Colossus. Colossus, yeah. I was going to say the big Russian yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, I I'm like you, like, if nothing That's, is said, I'm not ever going to think about it. I'm not yeah. going to be like, wait a minute, she's a woman. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, she's, it's like Mulan. And I, but I always feel like I've, I'm coming across wrong when I, when I, and that's probably just the way that I portray it or say it. It's just because of the climate that we live in. Yeah, but that, and, and, but I mean, this is where I talk about that, you know, it's not, you know. Well, and like I said, those two, those two movie trilogies, the Hunger Games and Divergent. Yes. That's two dichotomies of what it is. And I had much rather watch Divergent. Still has a strong female yes. character as the lead. She just doesn't have to say she is. Yes. Unlike The Force Awakens, 
where she has to keep saying, I'm a woman, I'm strong. Yeah. You ain't got to say that. Right. You're a freaking Jedi. We know you're strong. Yeah. yeah. You ain't, you, that, that's. Or Captain Marvel where it's like, I, I'm a, I'm a strong, independent woman. <laughs> but it's like, I'm a bloody woman. But it's like, you have superpowers. And, <laughs> so, yeah. and the way you act in real life almost got you wrote out of Endgame. Yes. Mm. Almost got your character wrote out of Endgame. Matter of fact, if they'd have known that's the way you was going to be, you'd have never been Captain Marvel. Mm-mm. I just think of Between Two Ferns where, where he talks to her. He tells her, you shaved your head for V for Vendetta. Did you shave your V for Vendetta? <laughs> So is that to Brie Larson? Yes, and he tells me, he said, I heard that you you don't like uh, very personal questions, so uh, how old were you when you got your period? <laughs> she just stopped, but in, in the real life, she busted out laughing, you know, because they cut it out and make it look serious, like she just ain't serious, but she busted out laughing, because he's so serious when he says it. So, uh, how, how old were you when you got your first beard? Dude, I don't know how he does that crap, man. Uh, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> but yeah, her role in, in Endgame was reduced yeah. because of that. When yeah. she made a statement that she didn't want men to go out and watch her movie. Yeah. they could care, She could care less if they went out and watched the movie. Yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, uh, let me tell you this right now. There's not a large amount of women breaking on the door to go see Captain Marvel. Yeah, no. Most of the time, the reason the women went was because her husband dragged them to the movie. Yeah, that's the and, reason. And probably little girls because the the, right, the right. dad took the little right. Yeah. Now, or, now or don't, get me, yeah. don't get me wrong; it wasn't a bad movie, but I'm just it wasn't saying. Great. <laughs> what you say after? What you say afterwards? Yeah, you're still that character. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. We got off on a, <laughs> a tangent there, but well, it's I think it's a good one yeah. to chase, you know. Which, but it well, it's, it's positive. That's the that's the point. It's well, more of up, this, sir. I'll have more of this, you know. Well, you end up with especially with this show with Mandalorian. She Gina Carano to me. One of the highlights of the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she plays pretty, pretty big role in season two. Well, and there's another strong female figure in season two. These that 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 you don't that that's not she's not strong. I mean, it don't make a difference if she's a man or a woman. Hmm. You know, they don't they don't don't make a difference out of it. There's four. Oh, yeah. yeah. The armor, the. Why are you talking about Is she the only one from season one? Or are you talking about the armor or two? No, you don't see the armor in season two. I'll no, I meant as, as a strong character. She has a small role. I forget forget the armor. She goes she, in there and cuts all them stormtroopers She's a bad A woman, too. about nothing, you know? Because she's just awesome. I don't yeah, think. Like, I know. I, the only way you know she's a woman is by her voice. By her voice, exactly. And does it matter? No. It doesn't matter? No. Kick tail. <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, I brought up China, but you also had Ronda Rousey, who went to oh. be, went to the WWE, and... She acts like a potato, though. Oh, God, she's... <laughs> she, she, she's she's about on the same level as... She can't talk. Old potato salad, I know. She, she can't talk. I mean, it's, it's bad. Her acting is as bland as... 
Potato salad. <laughs> Tater salad. Well, that, you know, that's what they call, uh, uh, what's his name? Wrestler. Potato salad. Yeah, it's, what's his, he's a big one, a famous one. He goes to see all the kids. Big but huge dude, and he's at, he does acting too. Big Show? No, no. Oh God. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, his nickname's Potato Salad because he acts. His acting is as bland as Potato Salad. Yeah. And that's how I think of Ronda Rousey's. Was <laughs> what's his name? Well, a lot of clips talking about her. A, re a lot of the reason well, why you ain't saying where he's like Ronda Rousey's. That's what he calls her. No, he's talking about Ronda Rousey. He calls her Ronda Rousey. He talks about all the bad, bad stuff he wants to do with Ronda Rousey. He's funny. His dad, oh, he cusses a lot. Um, funny. Now, a lot of that John Cena stuff is not John Cena's fault. I know. A lot of his early stuff to where he was like that yeah. was because that because WWE didn't want his character I'm not talking about to be his, different. I'm not talking about his... His wrestling acting. No, no, I'm, t I'm yeah. saying when he was still a lot in with WWE, yeah. that they didn't want him still. out to... He wouldn't have been able to do blockers. Right. Yeah. Yes. He, it would have just been yes. like the Marine yes. or they kids wanted, movies. They wanted a certain type yeah. of movie, him to play a certain role yeah. in a certain type of movie, which right. was the same character he played on TV. Yeah. Like Hulk Hogan. Hulk because Hogan he was milk toast. Yes. Yeah. He milk was the good guy. Hulk Hogan been, ran into that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. typecast. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, Hulk Hogan was, I mean, uh, Thunderlips, but that was before he hit it big, really. Yeah. Well, then by the time Hulkamania started running wild, running wild all over you, brother, they uh, <laughs> he had what Suburban Commando, uh, then uh, what's it? Uh, Nanny, the nanny. The nanny, the yeah, the nanny. Uh, then he had the TV show on TNT, Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, what was the? It's, it's not Surf Ninjas. What's what? Uh, three Ninjas. The Three Ninjas. The little boys. Yeah, Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas. He's in one of those. Yeah. Or Beverly. Beverly Hills Ninjas. Chris Farley. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's Three Ninjas. I've got that one. You know, it's in, another tangent rabbit hole thing. Was talking about staying earlier. Staying on the Gold's Gym. In Venice Beach, around that area, mm -hmm. co-owner Hulk Hogan would come in and work in there. Come out, and come in and work out. Sting didn't watch wrestling. No idea who Hogan was. Who, until Hulk Hogan was, until he saw him in Rocky Three. He just knew him for being in Rocky Three. Yeah. Well, they said, well, he's a wrestler. Well, and he said that that the guy that was doing some training for wrestlers come in and put up a big banner wanting to find. He needed four wrestlers make up a, a group and they never could get anybody else to come in well they finally asked things that well do you want to be a wrestler and he said well, i mean yeah well they team and, and in the banner it was him jim hellwig the ultimate warrior and two others well when jerry jarrett called wanting two wrestlers he saw the banner and saw the two on the far end they were big jacked up dudes and i want those two well, it was Sting and the Ultimate Warrior. They went to Memphis at the Blade Runners. Uh, 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 and then the Ultimate Warrior left and went to a different organization, then ended up in WWE. Sting stayed with them and then ended up going somewhere else and then ended up in the, ended up in the NWA. Yeah, NWA, the WCW. Yeah. Or, did, or did he... He had a cup of coffee in the WWE. 
Yeah. That's about it. He never fit there. They brought him for a money push, I guess. Well, they brought him in to beat him. His big WrestleMania moment was getting beat by Triple H. Really. Man. He made some money out of it, but just as soon as he got a contract, you saw what he did. He went back to something that he thought was real wrestling. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can call wrestling real, but yeah. more WCW type stuff, homegrown type stuff. Yeah, well, there's a, there's, a, there's a way of doing it that's good, but you know. Speaking of good acting, like not milk toast, that's Gina Carano's for her to not be an actor. She, well, she is now, but but before. Can you imagine Ronda Rousey in her uh, oh. as that role? <laughs> it would be awful. It would suck. It would be. They. She's done well as, for in that oh, yeah. role. She's done well. I think she was a UFC fighter. Was she a fitness model too, or something like that? Yeah, she was a UFC fighter and a fitness model, like at the, around yeah. the same time. Yeah. She fought. She fought cyborg. I'm pretty sure. I don't think she's very. I don't think she's a champion or very big. Uh -uh, uh -uh. You know, big winner in UFC, but no, she. I don't even know how long she did it, but she's. Oh, when did Deadpool come out? Fifteen, sixteen? No, eighteen, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, whatever year it come out, it was it was it was robbed of Oscar. It should have won the Oscar for the greatest movie of all time. But I don't know. I'm sure she's done some some stuff before. She may have. Deadpool. Um, but yeah, um, Dusty next week. Watch all season two so we can mm -hmm. get back and mm -hmm. talk about the Well, I'm going to finish it now. I'm, 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 I'm trying to where we... You got episode four, then yeah. five, you six. Was the, six was the, the prisoner one. That was where we... Uh, we was talking about that last, that one had uh, all the, the guest stars, Bill Burr and uh, Richard Iwati. And then after that, he comes back to uh, Navarro. Well, don't, He gets the transmission on. from Apollo Creed. Yeah, don't don't skip over sending in the X-Wings. Oh yeah. At the end of it. Are those X-Wings? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Well, before that, the, the guy that they kill, yeah, the one living dude that's not a droid or whatever, not, yeah. he, uh, that is the voice, that's Matt Lanter, he is the voice of Anakin on the Clone Wars. Okay. So what did they bring the X-Wings in for? I can't remember. Well, they cut that. Well, that was, a, they broke the dude out of that prison right the right. New Republic prison ship. Right. Well, when they went in there. Oh, that's right. He sent them after the. Yeah, he he pushed the button to to sound the alarm, and yes. she threw the knife and killed him. Yeah. Well, then he they, put the, he put the thing in the in yeah uh -huh, yes. into their the Mandalorian put the thing into their ship. Yep. So he knew, and of course, when he that, got off that, of there, and that comes back to help him later on too. Yes, in season two. Okay. A lot of stuff. Lot now that I'm looking at it, a lot of stuff. Lot from of season one rounds. was just building for season yeah. two. Uh, Which a good show should do, by the way. Right. Yes. Right. Well then, Moff Gideon at the end, uh, you know they get trapped in the building. You know he, grief cargo is gonna set him up. You get the good Jason Sudeikis scene. Yeah, <laughs> do the hand thing, little baby. Do the hand thing again. <laughs> well, no, when they when they got the oh, and that was set up specifically for that. Specifically for Rise of Skywalker. 
because that episode where it shows Baby Yoda healing Grief Karga aired the Wednesday before Rise of Skywalker came out on Friday. Because see, the whole time Mandalorian was coming out on Fridays, well, they released it on Wednesday when Rise of Skywalker came out on Friday. They released it on Wednesday instead of on Friday. Who yeah. was he healing again? Grief card. Apollo Creed. Yeah, Apollo yeah, Creed. yeah, yeah. He, he healed him. Well, then I think they set that up yes. using force healing so you could see it Look. used in Rise of Skywalker yeah. before you went in that Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. The force healing with yeah. the big snake thing and yeah. And, and then later on. Ben Solo. Yeah. Um, but I'm referring to this, the scene with uh, Moff Gideon where it's got Jason Sudeikis and, and the other guy as the guy from Search Party on the speeders when they capture Baby Yoda. Yeah, they're the punching him. Yeah, yeah. They're out there shooting at the, at the, at the can. The can just, yeah, that's great <laughs> that, stuff. That was a good scene. And, and of course, I told him, he didn't know it was Jason Sudeikis. I was like, hey, it's him. So he's even here. Kelly got that scene. You really? That, of course, that the, 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 the whole thing is a stormtrooper can't yeah. eat anything you shoot at. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I said, do you understand? She said, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you hear it everywhere that they, they can't hit anything they're shooting at. Right. They never hit anything. Well, even Bill Burr made that joke, too, where he was, he said, yeah, I wasn't a stormtrooper. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, he had said that uh, when they brought him in, they said, uh, they had him on that RFR or with a, a clip, and they was asking him. It's like he said, "Yeah, well, uh, you know, John Favreau got in contact with me and said, hey, you know, we've got a part in this show that we're, I wrote in this Mandalorian.' He said, I, I wrote this part for you. I'd love for you to play it.' And he goes, Man, "Have you listened to my stand-up? Yeah. He's Perfect. like, "I'm not a Star Wars fan." He said, "I've spent a lot of time." ragging yeah. on Star Wars fans. Making fun of Star Wars Making fans. fun of them. Being he's, dicks about them. Yeah. And he said, my wife says, well, you'd be stupid not to do this. It's Star Wars. You know, even if you don't like it, you just play the part. And so, she said, okay. So he, she uh, talked him into doing it. And he said that if the original Star Wars would have been like this, he said, I would have been a fan. He didn't like. He said when that he was because a kid, he doesn't understand Star Wars. Yeah, when he was a kid in the seventies, yes, he yes, that's all it is. Yeah. I, he got no. He gets nothing from me. I'm just gonna be straight about it. He don't get nothing from me for the part he played and how he's acted since it. Trying to change his tone about it. Oh yeah, well I, I he gets nothing from me. Yeah. I think it's all a a shield to get some more of him to like him. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't really. I've I've never listened to a lot of his stand up at all. I don't even know who he is. He's a comedian. He's a he's from Boston. Talks like he's from Boston. He does the uh, he does a lot of the yelling and the hate, you yeah. know, comedy like fussing at the crowd and yeah, all that. Yeah, he does that, that show that, that's for a, family. That's actually that actually shows you that you're not a very good comedian if you have to use a crowd. To get your comedy over, your comedy should get over without the crowd and without abusing the crowd. Yeah. That that's when a when a when somebody is up on stage and they're tanking. Yeah, that's that's the the only way they can bring it back around. I mean, he's just is to throw on the crowd. He is a great. He not a. Great. Now, I'm not saying he's like that. I'm just no, saying that, that I, I always said that when a comedian does yeah. that, 
They're screaming yes. the bottom of the barrel yes. because they've got no, no I'll material. just say he is a big comedian. I'm not saying he's a good comedian. <laughs> he he right. has he has a pretty good following, but that don't mean he's good. You know what I mean? I enjoyed him and but I didn't really care for him in season one, but he comes back in season okay. two. Well, his, his character in season one's fine, but I knew I knew how he acted about it beforehand, and all for all those years. And I don't think he's nothing changed on it. That's just my opinion. On they completely wrong. They redeem him a little bit. Who? In Bill Burr in season two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. He's only in one episode. Yeah. But that. That might have been one of my favorite episodes. I, yeah, I like that episode. I like that episode yeah. a lot. But, um, Sifta. Yeah. <laughs> save, it for, Sifty. Right. save it for the next episode. We'll close this up. I, I've got a, I've got a add-on mm. to conspiracy theory that I had back maybe in May or June about this coronavirus. Okay, let's let's hear it. You know, I had the idea that China released it to kill older people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I still had I still hadn't moved off of that. Mm-hmm. I still think that was the what that was the plan. I think that China did not expect it to get out of control like it did, and if it did, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. I said that already. Here's the problem with America. America has problems that no other country has. Fat. Diabetes. We have health problems that no other country has. Mm, right. That's why it's affected America as bad as it has. Mm-hmm. We brought on ourselves yeah. with the health problems we have. Mm-hmm. The anomaly is the 42-year-old man has never had any health problems and dies from it. That happens, but that's the outlier. Mm-hmm. That's not the mean. That's the outlier. Yeah. That doc, you're talking about Grey's Anatomy. That's an outlier. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not the. That's not what. That's not the typical. Right. The typical is over sixty-five, diabetic, probably obese, obese heart conditions, smoker, smoker, previous, pre-existing health conditions, and right. most of those are comorbidities. I call them. Right. Most of those are being over sixty-five. And diabetic, for the most part, diabetic and obese. That, which I have said, which since are, this all started, most Americans have. Yes, yes. That's what he was just. That's saying. why. It's, yes. That's why it's tougher on us than it was. Any, yes, you can't yes, compare us to any other country. Mm-mm. Right. We're an outlier. Right. We're an outlier of this whole thing, because you don't hear about in Africa. Nope. Have you heard anything about Africa? Have you heard anything about South America? Nope. To amount to anything. What about Brazil. the Middle East? What about the Middle East? You heard anything about them? Nope. Nothing in like South, Southeast Asia or... Yeah, Vietnam, Korea. Well, Korea got it pretty bad. Or East, Eastern European or, or the North, you know. Now, I know you're not going to hear much out of Russia because they control everything that comes out of there. Yeah, well, I was going to say like your, your Latvia's, Georgia... Uh, Ukraine's all that over there, uh, Finland and what have you. But I mean, you hear about Italy, you hear about Italy, Germany, Italy and Spain. Italy has they have the a highest pro- average age 
of any country, their average age of their citizens is like 56 years old. And if there's any country that has a close resemblance to America, it's Italy. the Italians yeah. Yeah. because of what they eat and the way they live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, with wine and pasta and a lot of smoking, right? Then Spain has right. a lot of a lot of smokers right. too. But you but you hadn't heard about South America. I don't know if we just don't get the news out of it. Brazil is the only one that's really been. Well, Mexico got hit pretty hard, but it come. I mean, most of the time we say their stuff comes to us. We sent that to us. them. Yeah. It come from America down to Mexico. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, there's certain places you don't hear anything about it to mount anything. Now, I'm not saying they don't have it. Right. We just don't hear about it. Yeah. You know, you don't hear about Ethiopia being overrun with COVID. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you know, we got a little boy we sponsor have for a long time, and he said, now he, I don't know, I don't know why he would lie to us yeah. on a letter that he wrote to us, but he said our country is eat up with COVID. Where's he at? I, I think it's, I don't know if it's Venezuela or I don't think that's okay. right. South America. Yeah, I think it's South America. He, uh, yeah, he said it's. He said their hospitals are, which I don't know. He says they're full, but he's he's getting up to where he's like twelve, thirteen years old. Well, they're saying that everywhere the hospitals are full, and it, it, this that is the case at Tupelo. Yeah, I mean, if it was just in it, it's full. I'm telling you, the hospitals was full this time last year. Yeah, flu. The hospitals was full this time two years ago. Yeah, they shut the hospital down to visitors two years ago because the flu was so bad. Yeah. Uh, there, there's there's actual nurses and stuff that's talked about this that said that um, one of the problems is is there's not enough nurses to help take care of the people that's sick because if you come in contact with it or you've been have been exposed to it you have to quarantine. quarantine so that takes you out of the rotation mm -hmm. of being able to help yes when you're when you when you show no signs mm -hmm. of being sick at all right but they still make you sit home. Right. For there, how many days it is? So that takes you out of the rotation. Well, they had to move nurses from different parts of the hospital yes. to different parts. There's one lady talking about she has never been in the in the neonatal unit before in her life, mm -hmm. and they sent her up there. She didn't know what she was doing yeah. because because they're 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 undermanned. Right. So you don't want to fill your beds up if you can't service those beds like you're supposed to. So when they say the hospital is full, they may not be capacity full. They may be full of what they can handle. Right. Yeah. So there's two different things going on there, yeah. and and part of that is and, it's, and well that's the virus's fault too though, mm -hmm. but it's but it's nurses being sick, or being being in contact with it and has to set out. Right. You know if one of their family members has it, whether they test positive for it or not, they got to sit home. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but now we got the got the vaccine coming out, but. That, that was just my take on the, the conspiracy part yeah. of it. That it it's, it's done what it's supposed to by taking out some of the older people in China because you're never going to know what happened there. No. And we know what's happening here. Right. We know what population was hit the hardest. Right. Yeah. And then if we didn't have, I'm going to say if we did not have those health problems, yeah, it wouldn't be as bad. But, as you know, that's been talked about. And and this year, last year, about about China, what we do know is most of their population is getting to be obese. You know, there it's and, and some bleeding over into Japan with that too. But China, some of the Chinese culture, a lot of their their, I think it was like I'm talking, we're talking like seventy percent, like a high percentage, are beginning to be obese. I don't know. Yeah. Well. I want to talk more about this, but we'll go do it off there. Yeah.
but yeah check out mandalorian which i don't know why if you've listened you're listening to this you probably you should have already watched it by now <laughs> doggone you you may not have watched season two but we tried to keep that to a minimum hey and and you know, if you like a wrestling topic at first, if you want me and Matt to do another wrestling podcast, I mean, there's thousands of them out there, but hey, my opinion on, the, on it's not out there. Dusty can learn something. And, Dusty know. can just be the, the Ben Kissel. I'm, I'm Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa, bro. No way. It's Sting. My God, he killed him. Hey, the second, got, the second time Sting come out and actually did an interview, Tony Schiavone was in the ring. And he was going to leave. And Sting said, no, wait, wait, wait. He said, Tony, I didn't get to hear you say it. Because I was walking out. And it's on TV. Mm -hmm. But you got a microphone in your hand. I want you to say it one time. It's Sting. And Tony Schiavone did it for him. Nice. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. That's what he used to do every time. Oh, every time. Back in WCW days. It's Sting! And, I mean, it's Tony Schiavone. I don't know how much ahead of time he knew that was going to happen. That they knew, yeah. But I, it was it, the From day. From what I read, I think nobody in the ring knew it, and I think they had only had. Cody knew it. Cody knew it. Cody knew okay. it. They they knew it ahead of time because they went back to Sting's trailer. Okay. Before, but only a few of them. Cody and Cody had to know about it because he was a yeah a higher up in it. Now of the rest of them there, I don't know if any, I don't know if any of the rest of them, but I know that I know that Sting I know that. Uh, if I remember right, said it was Shivani, Jr., and it may have been one other one. And Cody went to went to uh, his trailer. His trailer called somebody. Somebody walked by and said, "Tony, we." Uh, Cody said, "Tony Shivani said one of your friends is here tonight." Tony said, "Who who who are you talking about?" He said, "Sting's here." And Shivani's like, "No, he's not. You're lying." And they <laughs> carried him back to see him. Mm. So, see stuff like that I enjoy. I like that back behind the scenes business, especially when it's old school good good wrestling. We're gonna sign off on here. You know where to find us. I ain't like Reddit, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You know y'all know where to find us. us. You don't care. Who cares? Nobody cares. If, if you, Matthew, let oh. us know what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. Send an email Matthew. to movies that Matt, or just text Matt. <laughs> He converses with on Twitter, on our Twitter, Twitter account. He'll converse on our Twitter. Yeah, like 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 the president. We don't get banned from Twitter for a little, or get suspended from Twitter. Yeah, because you know nobody follows us <laughs> except for Matthew. But, I don't even have Twitter anymore. Oh, I, I need to get rid of it. It's nothing but a cesspool. Yeah, C cesspool depravity and scumbendability <laughs> bring it back around the floor's on fire this has been man child movie night peace this is the way out <laughs>